What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, February the 4th. We have a loaded episode. I think we've had a loaded episode every week since the beginning of the year. Matthew, you have crumbs in your beard. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can get a whole. Can I get a whole chip to stay there? Uh, see if I can get a whole chip to stay there. Uh, you're good. You're good. Now. I'm. I'm in like a. I don't know a mode. Where I just watched like a bunch of Hot Ones episode. I just watched the Ed Helms one, and he was like snotting the whole time. Oh, every yeah. time they did like a quick cut, I'd be like, it, "There's you got it's it's getting even closer to your mouth. <laughs> it's getting even close." So that's, I'm like in I'm in a mode where I can I'll, I sense things like that. That's when it scares me to watch those. Is because I got a thing <laughs> with that. It just ugh. don't watch the Ed Helms one. Then. He he get lots of liquids, lots Oof. of liquids out of orifices. Okay. Appreciate the ads up there. <laughs> uh, but no, we've had loaded episodes quite a bit, mm-hmm. and this is no slouch of an episode here. Um, Sony bought Bungie, so we are going to be talking about all of that and what it entails. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of sales numbers are out for Sony, Nintendo, etc. And PlayStation had two like uh, state of play stream things one for GT. Seven, Grand Turismo Seven, which I know Matthew's watched, and the one for Ghostwire Tokyo, which I didn't put on our thing. Uh, we may get to it, we may not, probably won't. But if you're interested in that, there is a video up on uh, the PlayStation page that has all that info. Uh, it'll be the last uh, for a while, probably at least exclusive Bethesda game for for Sony. So enjoy it. Oh, I will. Taking them away from us. <laughs> uh, on this episode, you can find him eating Doritos in a place that gets record-breaking snow. They These say. are not Doritos. These are oh. honey barbecue lays. Those are okay. Good. Eating honey barbecue lays in the snow. I'm not X sitting in the snow. X. We have Matthew with us on the podcast today. Hi. We did. We got a record snowfall the other day. My first, well, I guess the second time it's really snowed since I've been here. And it was the most, it was tied for the most snow they've ever gotten in 24 hours. So it's like 23 inches, I think. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. There's a lot. Um, Ivy, some of you. Are you, uh, are you, when there's that much snow, are you just stuck in your apartment at that point? Mm-mm. Nope. You're still driving on the roads. So I just plow everything and Let's keep going. But we had to we had to shovel at the church and kind of like you know shovel off the walkways and stuff. And Ivy went in to uh, get the shovels and stuff out of the bottom door or whatever. And the way the church is a really tall church, and so like a lot of the snow just like gets blown and then sits right there, <clears throat> deeper than deeper than twenty three inches. And Ivy was like wading through it like with both legs. Over. Got his phone out to use for a flashlight when he got to the door. And he had to knock the snow off his phone because it had gotten in his like pants pockets where his it was that high. <laughs> yeah, that needed to be a video. You I know that video. No, I, I should. Have. Um, also on the podcast today we have our uh, bungee expert. You know he's out in the Bungie. field. 
He's out in the field, you know, he's cracking skulls and getting stories. You know what I mean? Uh, you can find him at Al, at Brown underscore Berserker. We have Andrew with us on the podcast. Yo, what's up? Bungie extra. That's a, that's a big title, man. <laughs> Destiny, <laughs> baby. We, we, uh, we, we paid for your flight, room and board and everything to go up to Bungie to interview him. So how'd that go? Dude, it was fantastic. It was a great trip. It was smooth. <laughs> Where even are they? Uh, they're in Washington. Washington. Yeah. yeah. State? Seattle area. Yeah. Like the Washington Commanders? No. Completely different. And that's the podcast for never. Never 100 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we will not be no. talking about that. For those of you who don't uh, know, ever. Andrew is a fan of the Redskins slash football team slash commanders. So. Yeah. He's not. Okay, we got all three names here. Mm-hmm. I'm not. There's no. There's not a lot to be thrilled about, though. If you really no. want to know how I feel, go to my Twitter because I've been ranting for like the last 24 hours. Quite. That's a bit. true. That's accurate. Quite a bit. That's accurate. Um. Well, we want to welcome everyone to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics, from new games, big announcements, events, and I guess I should put acquisitions on here for the rest of this year. Yeah, that's what 2022 is going to be. Yeah, uh, yeah new episodes good. upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Last FM. I mean, everywhere. Napster, Zoom. Deezer. I don't hate on Zoom now. I can't. I can't even. I mean, I could go on the thing and everywhere, anywhere you want to get your podcast that we're there. And if you want to watch our faces. So you can see what I just did. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you have no idea. Could have been anything. Could have given could have given out a code. It was for worth it. a game. I could have done a backflip. I I don't think you could have done a backflip. I could have given birth to a human elf. <laughs> Hybrid. You would never know okay. if you're not on I'm not on our YouTube. Yeah, we're in video format over on YouTube. Um, so if you want to watch it, go over there. Give us a sub, scribe, and, uh, and and yeah, you can be a part of the show and all that kind of stuff. You can follow us at Logon Games. We're basically Logon Games everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, everywhere. Uh, do all the subs, all the clicks, all the likes, anything that you feel like you want to do. If you hate us, don't do any of it because then that would hurt us. You know. But and, the more of that stuff you do, that's the last thing we need. The more of that stuff you do and the more friends you tell about the podcast and that stuff, the more stuff we get to give away. So, And the closer we get to getting Rebecca Black on the podcast, which is the most important goal mm-hmm. ever. Of, we of really not, any, any, of, any video game podcast. That's we will not important. stop this podcast until we get Rebecca Black on. Mm-mm. We'll be 70 years old and still kicking, still sending out emails, whatever Twitter is then. Probably everything. Life is probably NFT by by that point. Entire probably. world is just one big NFT. Uh, but <laughs> maybe Rebecca Black herself will be an NFT. It's like, listen, and you can do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, definitely go do all that stuff, and uh, let's get let's get right in there. Sony. I'm reading this from GameIndustry.biz. Sony buying Bungie for $3.6 billion. Destiny Studio will remain multi-platform, able to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play. 
Uh, I'll read a little bit of it. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment today announced a deal to acquire Bungie for $3.6 billion. Doll hairs. The latest in a string of big-ticket uh, consolidation deals in the game industry. After the deal closes, Bungie will be an independent subsidiary of Sony Interactive Entertainment, run by a board of directors consisting of current CEO and chairman Pete Parsons and the rest of the studio's current management team. Sony has said Bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose. At present, the studio is working on maintaining Destiny 2, expanding the Destiny franchise, and working on new IP. We've had a strong partnership with Bungie since the inception of Destiny franchise, and I couldn't be more thrilled to officially welcome them to the studio and PlayStation family. Jim uh, says CEO Jim Ryan. This is an opportunity, or an, this is an important step in our strategy to expand the reach of PlayStation to a much wider audience. We understand how vital Bungie's community is to the studio and look forward to supporting them as they remain independent and continue to grow. Like Bungie, our community is core to PlayStation's DNA and our shared passion for the gamer for the gamer and building the best place to play will now evolve even further. There's a whole lot more in this article. I'm not going to read it. Um, initial reaction to when you saw this Andrew uh jaw on the floor (laughs) (laughs) I mean you you have the uh the recent uh Microsoft acquisitions and then this happened and I was like what (laughs) it's I just have to wonder if Sony's like yo let's nab them before Microsoft does they say it's not in relation to what's happened recently but you just have to wonder if Sony was like we got to jump ship now. Like, let's get them. I don't I think I it's in relation to Bethesda mm. and Microsoft saying we're going to buy more. Cause apparently the talk started in July of 2021. Yeah. So I heard it's not like for a while. they bought Microsoft. It was probably like they bought Bethesda and they know they're going to buy more. And mm-hmm. so we're like, you know what? Let's do something here. Yep. Matthew, what about you? Yeah. You know, at first I immediately thought the destiny stuff you know that's the reason they were getting bungee because of the destiny stuff but the more and more you read about it more you've heard like jim ryan he's come out and talked quite a few times at this point now and, and they even had an article that came out yesterday where like i'm looking at the verge right now this sony's planning more than 10 live service games before march of 2026 that is a yeah. significant portion of games and and I think they I think this was the perfect acquisition for a couple reasons. Even though I'm not the biggest Bungie guy, I mean Halo was fun back in the day. Destiny's a good game, but it's not like one of my favorite games, kind of thing. Um, but obviously, the, De- Destiny. De- I know. Obviously, Destiny from Destiny one to two, they improved a lot of stuff and really kind of figured out some you know games of service kind of stuff um, that really has made a massive difference. Uh, I saw that. Destiny 2 uh, last month, I believe, was still the sixth most played game on PlayStation last month, which is kind of crazy. So, I mean, if you can come out with 10 live service games by 2026 and three of those are in your top 10 played games every month, you're killing it. So I think I saw something today that the Witch Queen expansion has now hit one one million Mm pre-orders. One million Mm -hmm. pre-orders. Yeah, a lot of people still play for those that didn't. Yeah. I think you're probably going to end up just as far as the destiny stuff goes, uh, whatever the next destiny game is or whatever, I think you'll probably end up with a very similar thing to what I think call of duty will do to where it will not, 
ever be exclusive to one platform, either one of them. They'll just, it'll be free on the Game Pass of PlayStation and Call of Duty will be free on Game Pass at, at Xbox. And so it'll be everywhere, but you got to pay the money if you want to play it somewhere else kind of thing. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's all about that game to service thing. So Sony, if Sony has that many games planned, they can just go into Destiny and say, hey, or to, to Bungie and say, hey, you know, what have you learned? Teach us those mm-hmm. kind of things. And it's all, it's all, that, that helps everybody. And the other thing is the Destiny world, the Destiny universe is one that is very beloved and very well thought out. And Sony loves doing this whole like, you know, anime or live action movie or whatever the heck they want to do. And that makes sense for the Destiny world. Like it's tomorrow. already happening as of today. Yeah. I, I find the, the tweet exactly. Andrew, you know this because I know you've been watching it, but the League of Legends Netflix show. Oh, uh, I love it. Arcane. One of, yeah, one of the guys that was in charge of that uh, in, and now works for Bungie. As it's I did like not today. know that. Okay. Um, there was an article coming out that were like, yeah, we ba- they basically guaranteed that they want to make Destiny into TV shows mm-hmm. and movies and stuff like that. Like they want. They want to do the whole nine for that. Which I think is so great because you could go a lot of directions yeah. with that. You really could. Oh, yeah. There's so much content there. But, I mean, um, just as stylistically, as, you could go oh, yeah, animated. Yeah. You could go animated, more mm-hmm. anime-type film or whatever. Or you could go, like, Netflix original, like, serious live action. And either one, I think, would be good. My hope is that The Last of Us is, like, Game of Thrones level. For HBO Max, and then PlayStation's like, we don't want to work with anybody else but HBO. Give them Destiny, <laughs> give them Ghost of Tsushima, give them everything. Just give mm-hmm. them the rights to do all of it. Well, that's been good. Um, as far I mean, as- the Witcher's been successful. The Witcher's been good, so that's a that's a success story. So, yep, that's Netflix, obviously. As far as Destiny and or Destiny Two goes, Bungie posted this the day that uh, all this went down. Um, Destiny 2 will it's like a little graphic that has things whatever uh, Destiny 2 will stay on on all current platforms and expand to new platforms Bungie maintains full creative control and publishing independence of the Destiny servers every player should have an amazing Destiny experience no matter where you choose to play so as far as Destiny goes I this is kind of akin to like when Xbox brought bought or Microsoft bought Mojang for Minecraft like it's going to be there it's always going to be there don't worry about it well I will say just the way that they word things. Anytime you see the word all platforms, you don't always read that as all platforms. <laughs> that just means not exclusive to one. I mean, I, don't, I just well, won't be surprised. Platforms too. I understand that. that. I just i I would not be surprised if there are exclusive things that come to PlayStation and PC, and then they say you can play it anywhere. You know, it's yeah. not oh. not really the same, but you know, people do that. Yeah. There'll be something exclusive. There already has been for Destiny 2. Sure. Well, we'll see, back back when, you know, D1 had its exclusive strikes and weapons and stuff like that, when they got rid of that, they said they weren't going to do that again. But, like, I don't Mm. know if this changes that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I agree. it, It seems more and more to me that this acquisition is not for the things that that Bungie's making right now. Like I think they're gonna leave Destiny that. everywhere, especially with yeah, that. Because they're already out. working on like the next IP. So they're working on their next IP one, which may or may not be exclusive now. Who knows? Um, but that ten live services games by 
2026. I mean, that's a lot of games and mm-hmm. that's more than two a year. <laughs> so that's so much uh, benefit they can get from Bungie just out of those. For sure. Could easily get their their money back if those do well. For sure. Um, There's an article that talked about all that. Basically, Jim Ryan, I think Jim Ryan, saying, yeah, this purchase kind of fast tracks both parties. So it fast tracks Bungie because now they're hiring for like a whole bunch of stuff now. Yeah, and they're also giving like, I think $1.2 billion to employees so they don't leave, basically. Yep. Um, They're saying there's going to be no layoffs. And then like if someone's like, you know, I really don't want to work for... I don't want to have another person over me. They've already had Xbox. They got out of that. Then they were under Activision. They got out of that. Now they're under PlayStation. So maybe there may be some people there that are like, I I don't want to do this. So they have incentives. They're going to pay them. They're trying to keep everybody on board and hire more. Basically, it's possible. Blowing up Bungie even more than they already were. But you don't really hear of very many companies or people that are trying to get out from Sony ever. Like people really enjoy working with them. They seem to have enough common sense to let companies do what they're good at and, and just help, you know? Yeah. So hopefully that so, continues to be the case. So it's going to, it's going to fast track Bungie. It's going to fast track, uh, mm-hmm. destiny stuff, which is great because they've mm-hmm. been pushing like which queen was supposed to come out when last September originally or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and it's got, it's been pushed and you know, they're obviously mm-hmm. like when they were on Activision, they were putting out stuff unfinished basically. Mm-hmm. Or like the first two expansions for Destiny Two were not the greatest. I think one would right. say no, especially compared to the ones that came after. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. So, so now that now now they just have more more money, more time, more yeah. people, more everything. So that's great for it's, them. And then on the flip side, you get Sony, and like you said, there there are ten games that this makes me think more than ever that this Last of Us multiplayer game is a live service game. I can like yeah, very well be. I feel like Very well, maybe now they have 10 before 2026 and I don't want to toot my own horn here. Don't don't do that. But just go back a couple of weeks to our <laughs> predictions episode. And this is one of my predictions. They were going to go more live service, free to play game passy kind of stuff. And here we are. Yeah. Almost which like I'm, I'm not, a, which I'm not opposed to that as long as they continue putting out their great single player experiences as they have been. And they don't, um, you know, stray away from that. And one way that you can uh, not stray away from that is to to buy companies to do your the other stuff. So you're just expanding. You're not, you know, taking the resources that you're putting into the next yeah. Naughty Dog game and you're putting that into a live service game now or whatever. You're just adding more. This is going to be fascinating because it's two completely different um, strategies from between microsoft and sony like sony just made an acquisition that is like okay we want to buy something to come in to help us make you know get better at part of part of the game world that we're not the greatest at or whatever and microsoft's like okay we're just gonna buy the biggest game (laughs) it's it's and i'm not saying either one's a bad idea or a good idea or the best idea or whatever i'm just saying it would be fascinating to see how that plays out in the future um and both sides are not done yet supposedly that's true that's See, the other thing. Funny. That, that, Go ahead. I was just asked the other thing Jim Ryan said was that you know there's there's more coming like soon. Mm-hmm. So now this acquisition had my uh, thoughts stirring because I was thinking about how uh, Destiny was pulled from Game Pass, and I was yeah. like, okay, 
is this because of this deal and the fact that maybe when Sony's Game Pass comes out, Destiny's going to be launching on that included? Yes, with 100%. everything. Yep, yep, yep. That's, it, it seems that way now. And now, and now that made me want to think: what else has come off of Game Pass? Because if there's more acquisitions coming, what what's come off? What would be? <laughs> you can start well, you say that. Let me see if I can yeah. find. I, I want to say a bunch of the Final Fantasies just came off of Game Pass. Yeah, and that's one about to come on there. I know. Well, that's something that we, uh, Andrew, myself, talked about the other day on the phone after this happened. You know, who's who's next? There's so many possibilities. I think the the one that everybody wants to see and the one that seems the most um, just makes the most sense would be Konami. Just Mm -hmm. to go ahead and 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 I even. was listening to the kind of funny guys talk about it yesterday or the day before a little bit. And they, they were just saying, look, you could totally buy Konami, but not even buy the whole thing. Just like, Hey, if you want to keep making your, um, arcade or, or what are they doing? They're doing like, um, there's, there's casino stuff. Are, they're Vegas. Yeah. Casino stuff. yeah. If you want to keep doing that, fine, go for it. We just want to buy your properties or, you know, yeah. buy, we just want to buy that half of the company so we can make a metal gear game or whatever. And that would be, that would be huge, but the one that I the one that I uh, was thinking of, and we talked about was Square Square Enix. That would make sense. They have that Forspoken game that's about to come out. That's a uh, an exclusive. That's Square Enix, and so that relationship's obviously good and a good spot right now. Oh, Is uh, a Sega still floating, floating around? They're still out there doing something. They are, they Making are, but. I would love that. That'd be great. I'm a Sega fanboy if there ever was one. I played Shinmu yesterday. That's my like I played Shinmu too yesterday. My Dreamcast. Did you right uh, this is a side podcast here. Mm-hmm. Matthew, did you get that tweet I sent you like a couple weeks ago, the Shinmu anime trailer? Mm-hmm. I did. Looks good. I did. Looks good. It does look good. I'm very happy about this stuff. Um but no, I'm a Sega fanboy. I would love for that to happen. Um, Sega has just gone a little different direction. That's all that is. And I don't know that they, I don't know they want to be bought. You know, I don't know they want to sell. Yeah. I think they kind of might like where they are. So I don't know. What's like sad I play, is apparently they ended their whole uh, arcade stench. Yeah, but sad. they're just, there's a lot of, I don't know. They have their hands in a lot of, a lot of, I, I play football manager like crazy, football manager Sega. And it's, uh, or, or Sega related Sega published it for a long time. I don't know if they still do or not, but they publish a lot of stuff now and it's kind of just a publisher. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very interesting. I would love, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's so many properties. I would love uh, uh, that to come out and, and they're still clearly making games. You see a Sonic game of some sort every year. So the interesting part, uh, if you remember Sean Layden, who was the, uh, PlayStation or Sony CEO for a long time up until like, I don't know, five, six years ago, whatever it was. He was very vocal when he left about saying that when he, he would keep harping on the fact that like PlayStation has to change their model because you can't, it's not a sustainable thing. And now to keep making like, like these naughty dog games that take like five, six years to make, um, and they come out, they make a bunch of money, but it takes a very, very long time to make these games that are 40-hour, 30-hour single-player experiences that take all this time and money to make, so things needed to change. Um, and so it looks like, you know, this is kind of, of their answer. Like, let's get these live service games out here. It, it just, if they come out with 10 live service games, one only one needs to hit. We know this from Fortnite, 
Apex, Warzone, whatever. If one of them hits, you freaking you're making all the bank by from microtransactions just in general. That'll help. I mean, that's yeah, that's some sure. biggest link at the moment. Yeah. But also, if you take something like like the division, right? The division wasn't Apex or Fortnite. But it did well enough. And, you know, if you have three or four of those games that have that level of success, that would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. And you can obviously learn what you want to do when you're coming out with live service games and you're not, you know, that's not what you're known for is you want to learn from everyone you put out, but you don't want to have to learn so hard that you fail completely. <laughs> you know, you want to have some success and still be able to learn and grow that. And then, Well, I would I say know. that as far as the console space goes, they basically got the best one in destiny now because you think of games like we talked about ubisoft square enix or whatever square i mean they had the biggest property that exists basically right now with marvel and they did a live service game and it failed miserably so it's like and they had all the money in the world to do it anthem ea they tried bioware freaking all their mass effect games and dragon age games like they were top of the world let's do a live service game fails miserably Mm -hmm. so the one thing the one thing that Sony does more than any other anybody out there, honestly, is every time a first party Sony game comes out, whether it's gonna whether you like it or not, you know it will be polished. You know it's gonna yeah. be polished. And that was the issue with a lot of the a lot of those live service games. They they see the dollar signs and they just come out too early. And I just don't feel like Sony's gonna put anything out and like they say ten live service games before March twenty twenty six, right? If you only had six by that time and then it took four more years for the other ones to come out, they would do that. That that wouldn't hurt their feelings at all. You know, they would rather the game be polished and be be a be a good game. So it's funny you say dollar signs, Matthew. Dollar dollar bills. We have, some, we have some dollar signs from PlayStation. The PlayStation 5 has sold 17.3 million units as of December 31st, 2021, according to Sony. This compares to 20.2 million for the PlayStation 4 in the same time frame. When the launch aligned, PS5 has faced significant supply issues. It has been unable to keep up with the PS4 despite demand. Uh, this is Daniel Amad on Twitter that I'm reading all this from. Um, let's see. It's a bunch, of, a bunch of stuff, and I should have found this article that I found earlier. I better explain things, but whatever. Um, Sony's game and network service segment reported revenue of eight. Let me bring up this thing. Just eight. Dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. <laughs> increase of eight percent. That's what I think it meant to say. Um, <laughs> from a year over year, uh, operating profit was up fifteen percent year over year. Sony has lowered its game and network service revenue forecast full year due to lower ex- expected production for PS5. However, profit is set higher than expected due to an overall increase in cost associated with the PS business plus PS5 software um so yeah and i think i saw something somewhere where like xbox was or the series console was around like 12 or 13 million so ps5 sitting at 17 basically all that really means is that playstation made more because yeah and the way it is i saw an i think it was ign that had tweeted out if i may be lying to you somebody video game wise had tweeted out and it was a um um, some sort of economist guy or something had done some analysis, whatever, well, I don't know, whatever, and said that, uh, like that article was entitled that, uh, they expect Sony to outs or PS5s to outsell Xbox Series X 
in 2022 two to one but the switch might sell more than either one of them <laughs> which is it sounds about right but yeah i think so and 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 it's funny because people are like you look at that and say okay 17 million whatever 17 point whatever million sold compared to 20 of the ps4s look if they could have made 30 million of the ps5s they would have sold 30 million of them like yeah. every one that has come out is selling before it yep. gets to the store <laughs> so yeah um it's gonna make them it is it is and that becomes uh, more and more and more profit too for everybody the longer the longer the time goes on the cheaper those parts in the system get so they'll they'll be making more money off of that part of this as well andrew you know about about, about this um is all these sony games coming or all these playstation games coming to pc and now you have live service number one, Destiny, who's on PC and consoles. So this only helps them out more, especially. You would assume a lot of these 10, if not all of these live service games that they're thinking about doing are going to come to PC as well. Um, Andrew, you went from to Destiny from console to PC. Yes. Um, how How is the PC life? And have you played any of these Sony games on PC yet or plan to? At what point do you just sell your PlayStation 5 and you're like, listen, if they're all coming to PC, let's go? Um, I mean, I, I can't ride on the fact that I think all of them will come to PC. And, you know, as powerful as the PS5 is, you know, I'm still going to get the awesome graphics and f- frames per second and all that jazz. So, like, I'm still going to be playing my exclusives and all that stuff on the PS5. I'm, I'm not going to just bank on all that stuff coming to PC. Um, I have all the controller stuff, too. Yeah, and I haven't touched like um, Zero Dawn or like God of War on PC yet. But I mean, they look phenomenal. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to run the same on the PS5. But for sure, do you think like it's? Do you think they'll ever pull the Xbox and be like, "Listen, here's our Game Pass thing," and then all of our first party games are coming to console and PC Pass, PlayStation Pass, day one. Um, hard to say. I mean, it, it, it would benefit them to do that for sure. If, if they're in it for, you know, the money, then yeah, I think they should go in that route. But I mean, if it, if it happens, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, it's kind of interesting because I think Xbox went that route because they knew they had to get people because they lost them. Sony mm-hmm. still has the people. And so whether... I don't know. I, I feel more inclined to they would come out and say that like half of their first party games are going to be on on the Game Pass thing mm-hmm. you know, day one. That makes more sense because they don't have to go get people that they lost. They have not lost people, not many. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It'd be interesting, and I would probably also be willing to say that at least for the near future, probably only half of those first party games, at least you know day one or the first few months, would come to PC. A lot of that stuff's going to take a while to get to PC. Or they're like, yeah, the top sellers, I guess, you know, like, we're, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm hoping Tsushima comes to PC. It hasn't yet, but like the ones that they know were they banked on, on console, mm-hmm. they can just make that money back again on PC. So that's true. Makes that's sense. True. Yep. Where did Andrew go? Sorry, okay. I had a phone call. I had a phone call. She kept calling me. So I had to make sure she wasn't dead. She's not. Was she dead? Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, anything else from the 
this bungee thing that you want to touch on before we move on? No, I mean, for me personally, I'm just, uh, I'm ecstatic. Uh, The funding going into Bungie now, the fact that they can still be independent and do what they do, because, you know, once they separated from Activision, it's only been uphill for them. And Sony Mm -hmm. trusts them to do what they got to do. And Sony is like, hey, do what you do, but better. Here's money. Get a bigger Mm -hmm. staff. So for for, as a Destiny player, I'm excited. Uh, And I think it's awesome for the company as a whole. What do you think their new IP is going to be? Do you think we're doing another live service game? Do you think they're going back to their roots and maybe doing a competitive shooter of so of sort? It's it, I, there has to be some tie-ins to live service. I mean, that's just the way games are now. You know, that's where the mm-hmm. money is. And you know, I'm not not to say that they're not like passionate about their games, but you know, they also want to make money. So, like, I think it, we're all going in that direction. So, I think it, yeah. if it's not fully in that direction, it'll be like implemented to some degree. So mm-hmm. destiny, the card game. Oh, please, please, please. I do too. I would what's the, uh, what's the things, the vehicle things you ride around in destiny? Sparrows. Sparrow. Sparrows. It's a sparrow racing game. They did that in destiny one. Did they? Yep. That's awesome. It's the sparrow racing league. Yeah. Sparrow racing league. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, it's very. That's the other interesting thing about it is they finally got out from under Activision, and now Activision's been bought, and now they've been bought another. <laughs> one. You know, it's like it's, it's a very it's, it's, it's interesting. Just think, if Microsoft would have just done this, you know, a couple of years sooner, they would have gotten Bungie in that deal. You know. Yep. Like <laughs> no, exactly. Very um, some other numbers we got. We got some Switch numbers. The Nintendo Switch has surpassed 100 million units, reaching 103.54 million as of December 31st, 2021. It reaches 100 million milestone faster than the PS4 and the Wii. The Switch has also surpassed the Wii's 101.63 million and PlayStation 1's 102.49 million lifetime sales. That's a lot of Switches. It's like it's like just the most like successful console of all time i swear I like, it's doing super well and i've seen the numbers throughout the years but it was when it was like just by the way it's outsold the way i'm like okay that's a lot like, what year has that system not done well <laughs> like seriously <laughs> it's only a couple months since it's yeah. been out there hasn't? <laughs> Dude, but it's very yeah. it's very interesting because like you probably would still i don't know i i think i probably would still say the most successful console of all time in terms of just uh, obviously sales, but a lot of other stuff would be the Wii itself mm-hmm. because it was, it was just a time more people play video games now than they did when the Wii came out and they still sold a bajillion of those things. And you could not get any more high than that. And then the Wii U was just the worst, just the the, the biggest tank. And then I now like you have, an, too. and now you have another Wii. I mean, this thing is being bought. Uh, you can't even hardly find them at times. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, PlayStation after, 5 is now outsold the Wii U. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that's not difficult <laughs> in like a year I basically one. i had one i bet uh, you sold Soldier down- boy has probably sold more consoles than the wii U. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah but what here's what here? here's what nintendo knows and they found it out again with the wii u people will buy consoles for games they don't buy consoles because it looks the best or has the best controller or what, that's just not the case. If your game's fun, people are going to buy it. And they had no third-party support that was worth anything on the Wii U. 
and they fixed that. They have. I thought that's when uh, Call of Duty came to uh, Nintendo for the first time. Was it not? No, it was on. It was on the Wii. It was on the Wii. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we played World at War on the Wii, where you aimed like this and shot. It was really fun. <laughs> but um, but I mean, they 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 were still on there through the Wii U as well. But mm. they just there wasn't enough. There wasn't nearly enough third party support, and the Switch has all the third party support in the world. I mean, both. Both sides, Sony and Microsoft, are, are important games over all the time. So, uh, The breakdown of the Nintendo Switch hardware, hardware by SKU. Nintendo Switch OG, 81.68 million. Nintendo Switch Lite, 17.87 million. And Nintendo Switch OLED, 3.99 million. Jeez, man. So basically, that's 4 million OLEDs since it came out in October. So, yeah, October, November, just three months, basically, they sold 4 million OLEDs. That's why, like, Nintendo's not over there like, oh, we need to buy this company and this company because we are the powerhouse. We don't need anybody else. It's funny you say that, Andrew, because they talked about it today. Let me find that tweet. Um, Basically, they said, you know, they see what's happening. They see all the acquisitions that's happening and stuff like that. They don't necessarily feel the need to acquire anybody, but they're also mm-hmm. not above acquiring anybody. That's yep. it's pretty much what they said. They're like, if we if we feel like we need to acquire somebody, we will. So they're going to buy Konami and Sega, and it's just going to be a slap in the face to the other two. If Sega were mm-hmm. to be bought by somebody, I think Nintendo would be the one we would vote for. It makes sense. You would have all of the Mario versus Sonic games ever. Olympic games. I mean, they're going to do anyway, but yeah. <laughs> It'd be, you'd have 2025 Mario versus Sonic All-Stars arm wrestling or whatever. Like it would be just everything. <laughs> everything would be Mario. With Sonic. the Joy-Con. Just... But it's interesting because I'm looking at that same, the same tweet you posted, Andrew, mm-hmm. and the tweets underneath you, you mentioned the switches or the, uh, mm-hmm. the breakdown. <laughs> then below that, it talks about how the witch is now, this is the witch. The switch has now surpassed the Wii. Bear, like by by uh and the ps1 by not by much by like a million and two million um it's selling faster than the wii ps4 and ps2 when they when you launch align them however it will continue to remain behind the ds <laughs> the ds outsold it by a lot so wow insane dual screen you know what i mean i mean that's what i'm saying i had two screens that's bullcrap I mean, well, you has two screens but you can only have one on at a time, you know. You can either dock it and have a screen. So mm. it's not it's not as good. <laughs> well, the Wii U had two screens and it did not do that well. That's true. I'm sure they, they, they went too too hard on the dual screen for the Wii. I find it pretty hilarious that the Wii U, like the big massive controller with this with the screen on it, that's like the first iteration of the switch basically, <laughs> basically yeah basically. basically and the switch is killing it and nobody bought the wii <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy um i'm trying to find the software numbers oh it was uh it's in the same same tweet up top seven seven hundred and sixty six million units of software well i wanted to know that i wanted to see the breakdown Give me a breakdown. I like breakdowns. Because I know Mario Kart's number one and Animal Crossing is number two. For sure. Freaking um, Animal Crossing. Let's see. Somewhere I saw today that Pokemon... Uh, reports Pokemon Legends Arceus sold 
million units in Japan during the first three days. It's the second best first week for a Switch game ever behind Animal Crossing. I love this. So much. I love me some Animal Crossing. I love me some Animal Crossing, and I love me some Pokemon Legends RNCs. I played every night until about 6 a.m. because <clears throat> I lose track of time. Right. Sure. But the difference is that you expected a Pokemon game to sell really well. Animal Crossing took a massive jump from what it had been in the past in sales. Yeah. I would never have guessed that Animal Crossing would have been the second nope. best selling game in Switch history, which it probably will be when it's all said and done. Right. Me either. And I'm happy about it because it's one of my favorite um, IPs. Oh, righty. Uh, this was the tweet that I saw earlier. Um, Derek Tsai, T-S-A-I, uh, who previously worked uh, as a director at Riot Games on League of Legends animated short films, is now the head of the development for the Destiny Universe Transmedia. Bungie is all in on Destiny's TV product projects. That's what it says. So there you go. So not the Netflix show, but the animated short films, which still, basically the, the Netflix show exists because those animated short films exist. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. All right. Well, let's move on here. Gran Turismo. Huh? So moving on oh, up. It's something else. Gran nope. Turismo 7. State of play. <clears throat> happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They explained the game. They showed you the game. They got cars in it. They got all. They got wheels. They got oil changes. Everything that you <laughs> that one would need. And if you don't want oil changes, guess what? Tesla's in the game. Don't need oil changes anymore. Bada bing, bada boom. Matthew, you watched this whole thing. You I are watched, excited for the game yeah. and have been for a while. So, what are your thoughts yes. on this? I'm much more excited, but I was, I was, uh, cautiously optimistic before I really wanted it to, to be what Gran Turismo's were in terms of the single player mode, that kind of story mode where you start with, you know, 20,000 credits, not dollars, credits, and you, uh, buy a crappy car and get the licenses and work your way up and all that kind of stuff. And that's something they lacked in the last game. And that was what they spent half of this, um, state of play talking about and going through and walking through the how that's going to work and it's going to work basically the same way that it, it always used to work and I'm, I'm excited about it and still i've said it before i will say it again whoever makes these games it's the most beautiful looking game on whatever console they're on they are absolutely gorgeous so get that ray tracing car games work that's true get that ray tracing you know but it's good i think there's some cool little things even with the single player mode that's that's interesting they, they have a a used car um, section where you can buy used cars or whatever, and it changes every day. And so um, from day, not, not in game, but real world days uh, every day, the, the used car list will change. And it's interesting because it sounds like that obviously you can get some cars for cheaper because they're used or whatever, but some cars are actually more expensive because they don't make them anymore or whatever. That's just kind of, I don't know. It's just an interesting little uh, wrench to throw in there. So are these users cars? Cause that'd be really cool. That'd I, don't really think cool. So. I don't think Everything's so. Everything's from cool. car cars.com. That's where they, <laughs> come. give me the car facts. You know scan I mean? <laughs> yeah. You have to, you got to get that car facts before you buy that car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, I'm just looking through this, this article, the 
jog my memory on anything they had they had the the cafe area where you kind of go to and it, it's basically you have objectives if you get this car this car and this car or you win a race with these three cars or whatever then you get a you know they'll give free you a, a rare car a free coffee no, okay. yep now they'll give you a rare <laughs> car they brought the licenses back and those are hard and i'm a big fan of that all the tuning stuff is back which is great um and that soundtrack uh, though soundtrack was kicking soundtrack there was, was kicking there was also menus. a soundtrack so good. There's a there's a some music. What's it called? What's it called? Music rally. There's a arcade style. On the surface, it's an arcade style race where you enjoy some motivating up tempo tunes while trying to reach checkpoints before the time runs out. I love sure. some motivating up tempo tunes. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Something. Andrew, like that. are you so, interested in, in Gran Turismo at all? Um. No, I I respect it from a technical standpoint and like its graphics and all that jazz. But yeah, I'm more of a arcadey cart guy. So <laughs> my brother, uh, my brother was the one who was into like um, cars in real life. So he loved the uh, Gran Turismo mm-hmm. series. So I can see, um, you know, where that fan base spawns from and their their appreciation for the quality uh, of those games for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew's the same uh, as you. He he never was really into the car stuff except for the more arcadey type things. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always liked it. Even like Sega GT uh, racing on the Dreamcast is kind of when that started for me. And that's kind of the Gran Turismo model where you you race and get more money and build your way up. That that had a cool little part of it that I think would be interesting to put in a, in a GT7 or GT8 or whatever, where you can not only did you like get licenses and, and work your way up with money where you could buy better cars, but you could also build up your ability to create better cars you could make better mm-hmm. cars which i thought was interesting um kind of make your own that'd be cool to put in a, in a game like this but i don't know it's got a, a bajillion cars and a bajillion tracks and it's beautiful looking I'm, I'm a big fan i talked to uh andrew not long ago about the forza horizon whatever which one's out now five four five i think yep five yeah which I played for like two hours and then immediately stopped playing it. Cause I was like, this reminds me I'm basically playing the last game and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But to me, um, I just like that story mode of starting with nothing and working your way up as opposed to just, you know, these massive maps or whatever, where you go do a race for a mile and a half and then, and turn around and do that again i don't know no like just, like you're saying that if i was to play a racing game that's how i would want to play it mm-hmm. like start yeah, get from it. the bottom and work myself up yeah i think that's cool yeah 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 that's cool and and that's what the uh the forza motorsports games are which they have now taken off of the xbox store so you can't get those anymore which i thought was interesting but it's getting bought. Um, <laughs> no uh, apparently the their licenses are starting bought. to run out for certain cars and tracks and things. And so as opposed to renewing those licenses, I guess they're just taking them all. Well, I'm happy. I don't know how well to do. That's, that's my thing is there's, there's not a lot of choice for a Gran Turismo type game. And they did really, really well back in the PS2 days. I'm just, I wonder what the, um, what the user base will be for it. Do they give a release date? It's March. I wanted to say March second, but I don't think that's right. They've had a re- it's had a release date. Let's see, Grand Turismo, March fourth, March the fourth, twenty twenty two. There it is. All right. Um, before we end this out, I want to do a little something, something, and basically just do that something, something. Just 
just talk a little bit about maybe place a thousand dollar wager on it you know uh (laughs) who's gonna get bought next and by whom so we basically talked a little bit about this earlier but we basically have like konami square Mm -hmm. ubisoft ea uh take two Mm -hmm. capcom capcom bandai namco the list goes on as May says, the list any goes ideas, on. any guesses on what would be next? Because both Microsoft and Sony said, you know, more to more come. Coming. And I highly doubt that, you know, we get Activision, Blizzard, and Bungie bought in January and nothing mm-hmm. else ha- happens for the rest of the year. True. So my gut initial reaction to that would be Xbox buys Sega and Sony buys Konami. And Sony like starts pumping out obviously the return of Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you would get Metal Gear with that. You would get Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Yep. Castlevania. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can see Xbox buying Sega as well, simply because they knew that. I mean, this was three four years ago when they started doing this, but they knew that their Japanese mm-hmm. audience was basically non-existent, so they started mm-hmm. partnering with Sega and like you know like getting the fantasy star online back over here and now with uh new genesis basically the new fantasy star game and having that you know day one on xbox stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i can see that that being a thing Um, i just don't feel like but i mean if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that bungie would get bought i would say like no way or yeah yeah, i I kind of predicted that yeah um so, I mean, I say I don't feel like Square or Ubisoft or EA would ever sell, at least not right now. But, I mean, obviously that could change in two seconds. Um, For sure. This is just a I, guess because that's all we're really able to do here is guess. <laughs> um, I think Sony makes the next purchase just because, or the next one that breaks or whatever, just because just the way Jim Ryan said that, he just sounded like you'll we'll have announcements any day now. It's just what it felt like mm-hmm. the way he, he kind of said that. Um, I would say, I'm going to say Square. I think it's between Square and Ubisoft. That's the next spot. But I think Square makes makes sense to me. I think the Forspoken connection helps with that. I think a lot of people, um, I don't know. Final Fantasy to me just feels like something that works better for PlayStation. So maybe I it's feel not, like- it just feels like it. For PlayStation, I feel like Konami or Capcom is probably one of the answers because they like they did Street Fighter well, games with Capcom; those were exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe WB Games is—I mean, they almost supposedly sold last year. Maybe they're still yeah. up there. Take Two Interactive with all the 2K games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they I think be bought as well. I feel like Konami will happen at some point. But the fact that it hasn't happened yet makes me think it's not the next one. Just because surely PlayStation has been trying to do that for a while. There's no, there's like no reason not to. I had to tell my dog to shut up. Sorry. Your dog or my <laughs> dog? Out the window at God, probably like the mailman or something. Your dog or my dog? Uh, it's my dog. Okay. Your dog doesn't growl until my dog starts to growl. That's true. Yeah. He's a total we- follower. He is. Um, 
But yeah, Andrew, any ideas? You said... Uh... Yeah, just... The, uh... I'm looking ahead. at a list. What about Rockstar? Who do you think Rockstar gets Ah. Well, they did just do that thing with PlayStation about the whatever, the GT5, whatever, or GTA5. Yeah. That's yeah, a PlayStation thing. So if that relationship I mean, that, would, be a big one. Way, that I would be massive. Yeah, I don't know. I like so like going back to like you guys talking about Square, I think Square is strong independently. I think Rockstar mm-hmm. is strong independently. But like when you have companies like Sony and Xbox or sorry, Microsoft coming up to the plate and offering you this like huge ton of money yeah. and they're st- and, and they're telling you just do what you do, but you have our backing. Like it would make sense for them to, you know, take that. But and, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about those two, to be honest. Well, and well, I, the thing with Square to me is that Square kind of has their hands in a lot of different places. Everything mm-hmm. they make is for the most part pretty good. Um but Sony has the ability to buy them and say, all right, we're going to double your size and you can make all the stuff at the same time or whatever. Just kind of make, you know, make more, make stuff more often. So I don't know. I'd also like, like to see it's a gut feeling, you know, I know this, this, is, this would be a smaller one, but I would like to see somebody buy a gearbox. Okay. Do, do something with the borderlands brand that card game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> uh, but I mean, they're already out there making movies and stuff like that. So who knows? They are. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, obviously, some of these talks have been ongoing for, I guess, the best part of a year now. So at any moment, we can see stuff start to hit the fan. I'm really interested to see more than anything right now. PlayStation come up and talk to us about whatever their Game Pass thing is and exactly what we're going to get out of mm-hmm. all that. That's what I'm waiting on right now. Um, But that's it. Any final thoughts over anything before we end out this? Yeah, I did. Um, I did see. I thought it was interesting that uh, the. Uh, yeah, FTC is investigating uh, Microsoft basically over this. Activision Blizzard purchase, basically whether or not it makes a monopoly or not. That's basically what they're doing. But I thought it was interesting that they've come out and investigating. I don't think it does at this point. There's just too much, too much else no, out think, there. I don't think, I don't think you can say that. But somebody from Xbox said that, that all that was going to happen. So it's like sure, nothing surprising. Sure, no, it's not surprising. But it'd just be interesting what comes out of that. Um, I think it, yeah, it'd be. It's. I think it's kind of funny that they're getting investigated for a monopoly when. Sony selling more stuff than they are, but that's just funny. Um, it'd be interesting. Again, to see. maybe it's just a monopoly that they're like an actual monopoly game. Xbox monopoly, Xbox monopoly, so. a seventy billion dollar <laughs> monopoly acquisition. Yeah, I mean, there's a fight to see what Boardwalk and Park Place is going to be now. That's true. Is it Blizzard? <laughs> is it? Is it Halo? Okay, that new Halo TV show coming out. Andrew, did you see that trailer? I did. What are your I thoughts did. on that? I Everybody's freaking cool. out about Cortana. What do you think? She's she looks nah, like a normal I, person. I, I'm I'm not that guy. I, it looks neat. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm seeing live action Halo, and they're using the same like you know designs and all that jazz. So like, I'm I'm pretty cool. It's pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, I didn't know how to feel when I saw the trailer because I was like, half of the trailer looks like a sci-fi original show. 
Yeah, I get that. Like, or like a CW kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But then the other half freaking looked incredible. Like yeah. when they showed the flood at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening right now? It's got the yeah. warthogs and like everything like that. But then it was just like little cuts of just like CW in there. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. So vampire diaries with guns. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to end this podcast out. We want to thank you all for listening again. New podcasts upload every Friday, anywhere you can see. And we are in video format on YouTube. I did something at the beginning of the show. Could have been anything. You won't know if you don't go over there. Hit subscribe. If you don't hit subscribe. Don't be subscribed. All the cats in the world will die. And if you hate cats, all the cats in the world will live. It just depends on what you want. Save the cats, people. Save the cats. <laughs> Hashtag save the cats, guys. Save the cats. Um, <laughs> I do not stand by this saving of cats. I don't do it. Yeah. Speaking of cats, my cat needs a bath. Let me tell you, it is rank right now. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> I got up today and I was like, I don't know what you did, but sprinting around the house doing a marathon, but you are rank. Uh, but you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcast, Spotify, <laughs> wherever. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, you can comment and uh, send us a DM or whatever. We are at Log on Games everywhere. If you go mm-hmm. to our link tree in any of our bios, you can join our Discord channel as well. Hop in there, chat with us, all that kind of yep, stuff. Yep. That's going to do it for us here. We'll be with you all again next Friday. Peace. Peace.